So I will say that tonight is um, April 14th, Fiction Old and New. We'll be discussing Random Winds by Belva Plain. And I guess we'll just start by going around and seeing what you guys all thought of the book. I'm always first. Hi, Donna. Good to see you, by the way. I love the book. Uh, Belva Plain, though, is one of my favorite authors. I can't remember the other book we read by her, but I thought the character development was great. Um, the, 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 the three doctors, you know, their lives, uh, the love that occurred and the hatred and the divorces and such. I really, but I thought it was really uh, quite a book. It was kind of, we were, Ruth Ann and I were talking, um, it's not coincidence, it was kind of destiny. If certain yeah. things would have happened, everything yeah. would have been okay for all three of them. Or everything but would have been it didn't different. quite happen. You want to talk? Yeah, everything would have been different for Everything everybody. would have been real smooth, but that's not the way life is. Random wins. Appropriate title. Thank you. I've read all of Belva Plain's books. I... I love all of them. Um, this isn't, you know, this isn't one of my favorites, but like I said, I really, this is, she's a favorite author of mine, and I don't think there's anything of hers I haven't read, even up to the last one that ends the series of Evergreen. Just great, great books. I was sorry she died because it, you know, it would have been nice to have had some more of her writing. It's interesting because um, I'm not a fan of Belva Plain, and in fact, and, and I've read several of her books, but this one I thought was far and away the very best book she'd ever written. So obviously I haven't read some like Randy has, so maybe I'll try some more. Uh, the comment I wanted to make was, I couldn't believe that this book was written 35 years ago. And, you know, we're so used to seeing this homosexual stuff over and over and over again to ad nauseum in our books today. And yet, here she was with it 35 years ago and really handled it very well, I thought. And that really surprised me. I had to keep going back and looking to see if I was right about the copyright date on this book. So, uh, like everybody else, I, I really like the book. I like what she did with the people. I like the way she handled the, handled the different generations and the doctors. And it was almost like the road not taken when you're talking about destiny, wasn't it? Well, I really like the book, too, of course. Um, and I agree with what you guys said. A lot of things just seemed random and things would have happened differently. And I like the fact that he did not end up with Mary Fern. I mean, that would have been too contrived. I was wondering what you guys thought about the about Jessie. Um, I liked her, but her insecurity when they were married was really annoying. And I could see I could see why she would be insecure, but I could also see why he would be tired of her insecurity. And I also thought, in a lot of ways, she was better off. She ended up probably being better off without him because she, you know, went ahead and got a career and everything. I very much admired Jessie. Remember. When was this written? Did Jill say 35 years ago or something? Um, I can't remember. Did they have cars? Yeah, I guess they did. Yeah. But, I mean, she's crippled. She was she was all bent over. They treated her differently. They did. I, Julie, uh, Jesse was a survivor. Jesse, the, the the father was awful. I didn't like him. He, he was nasty. I didn't, didn't like the guy too much, but maybe he, he's really old age as far as um, his daughters. Mary Fern was perfect. And, and Jesse wasn't, 
Uh, he marries Jesse, not, not because he loves her, uh, Martin. I, I don't know if I like Martin or not. Yeah, I know Ruth Ann said she did. She'll talk, speak for herself. Uh, but uh, I think Jesse was great. Why should she go back to him? Why should she, um, you know, she survived. She had a boutique, you know, and Claire, being her daughter, loved her, but loved her father. Uh, you know, she should have let him see the father more, but she hated him. This is her sister, the beautiful, perfect Mary Fern, and twisted um, Jesse. And, uh, and yet, I have great sympathy for her. Well, I did not like this book. I did not finish it. I knew that Mary Fern and him would get together. And I did have sympathy for Jesse. I liked her. Yes, she was insecure, but why was she insecure? Because he was with her sister first. And then, what happened? He ended up being with her again. I think it was great the way she treated him. And I did not read the whole book. Um, after they got together and after the father called him a um, a slum or whatever he called it, I, I, I didn't read it. Not only that, I, I liked this book was kind of depressing, actually. It really was. It was it was a great title. I love the title. Random Winds was definitely what it was, but it was kind of depressing to me. Sorry, I guess I'm the party pooper. Go ahead. Well, the thing with Jessie is that she probably was the smarter of the two girls. Definitely. And um, she... She kind of put him in his place and and everything until he went back to that, you know, Mary Fern or whatever you 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 know she's was called. But she was really smart. She was the one that had the baby, and they told her that she could never have any more uh, children after that after having Claire. And um, you know, she may not have been a, a beauty, but she was a survivor. And. Uh, I think the views on people not being beautiful and everything at that point in time were hopefully their things are a little better today but uh, I I found it an interesting book uh, that uh, I, I like the old country doctor and the wife and uh, Martin you know he could have gone and studied with that famous brain surgeon but no he wanted to be with Mary Fern and she already had to show her great love had married somebody else. So, uh, you know, what can he do? And and uh, the father, I, I think that, uh, you know, those girls' father was awful. I'm not sure if that reflects how things were at the time or just what. But um, I really liked Jesse. I thought she was a survivor. I just want to add, father, you know, as bad as he was, paid Martin's tuition. To medical school and gets repaid by having Martin try to ruin the lives of both sisters. I'm sorry, you know. And and then there's poor Hazel. I mean, the wholesome wife, mother. Uh, she comes yes. in and she says, "You won't see, you won't see Mary T when you go to England." Oh no, never. You know. So I'm not sure I like Martin. I think Ruthann said she did. He he was he got the best of all the worlds it seems, and I'm glad he didn't marry Mary T. Uh, Mary, Mary T. Mary Fern. I'm glad he didn't and that Claire went to India. Good for her. Um, I didn't finish the book, but I read it. remembered the book sometime in the past because I remember the sister hoeing the cabbages and then Hazel drowning herself 
and uh, when I hit that that chapter when uh, he was uh, coming uh, going to England and getting back with uh, Mary Fern, I says, "Uh oh." I'm not going to finish, so I didn't finish the book, and I read part of the last chapter, so I guess all things came well. But I may finish the book yet, but it, it, uh, I, <laughs> I said I don't need to go through this <laughs> again. So uh, I think it was a very well done book, and things didn't come out perfectly, but uh, very, very realistic kind of a book. I don't know what happened to the Neurological Institute, so I guess I'm going to have to read the book. Well, just in case, Leela, um, I thought I heard you say that you knew he would end up with Mary Fern. He did not end up with Mary Fern, so that was a nice surprise. It wasn't quite as predictable as it could have been. Um, Donna or Carla, did you want to chime in with anything, what you thought of the book? Well, <laughs> I know this is going to start to sound like a broken record, but I didn't get to finish this one either, and it's just because life happens. You know, I'm taking care of my mom, and this is... Busy time at business, busy time with school, we're getting into spring, and I'm doing the best I can. That said, I'm, you know, probably two-thirds of the way through, and I will finish it because I do finish all these books. But so far, I um, I found myself getting really disgusted with Martin. I mean, um, okay, so um, he marries um, Jesse, uh, but he made a commitment. He had a daughter by her, and I see with my parents of my kiddos that come into my classroom all the time that kids are being played for pawns and all this and hey once you're a parent you sort of forfeit a lot of other things as far as I'm concerned that you owe your life to those children and I was getting a little bit disgusted here he finds Hazel and then he goes and he starts having a fling with Mary Fern again and I'm thinking to myself he's got to learn to stay out of bed and so I I didn't particularly like Martin, you know what I mean? But as far as Jessie is concerned, I almost felt a kindred spirit with her because she is um, struggling with the same things that we with disabilities struggle with, that we're not the perfect CD people that people want and that um, sometimes people look down on us for being blind. Well, it's not that much different from her and her curvature of the spine. And... So, um, but I'm liking the book so far. I like Belva Plain and about the homosexuality. I really like the way she handled it um, because she didn't just come right out and say certain things. She handled it in the way that you would expect it to be handled 35 years to go, you know, 35 years ago. And she was very subtle and it was sort of the way it would have been handled. But um, again, those are my feelings about the book. I read the book a number of years ago, so I don't remember it all that well. But what I do recall, and I think that this is the correct book, I remember being very moved by the beginning of the book. I believe that um, uh, Martin's father's, uh, his Martin's father's younger children or older children drowned in a flood, if I'm remembering correctly. And if that's the case, I remember being moved by by the beginning of the book because um, I just thought it demonstrated Belva Plain's skill as an author. So often um, books have started or movies have started and everyone is mourning. Well, it's hard to feel sympathetic if you haven't gotten to know the characters first. And even though it was just a, 
a very short part of the book, I I felt such sympathy for those parents for the the loss of their children. And again, it, it, she's such a skilled author. I I like her very much. Um, and that's really all I have to contribute because, as I said, I read the book so long ago, I don't remember it all that well. You do have the right book, and it was tragic, and the mother just said, that's God's will. But the doctor was more normal. He was furious with God for, you know, you took my children, and then Martin, you know, came along, or Martin was there, I guess, already, the baby. And then he said he didn't buy that that was necessarily God's will. He said that uh, he didn't think God was keeping track and taking out little children just for the sake of, you know, Uh, these things happen. He took them out. He didn't take them out. The flood did. Oh, okay. First, let me say, I'm sorry. I think I interrupted Ruth Ann a little while ago. I didn't mean to do that. Secondly, Carla brought up the whole disability thing and where we can relate. You know, I can relate with Jesse with the whole sister thing. Because when I was a teenager, what kid, what teenager doesn't want a boyfriend or whatever? You know, and my sister was the beauty of us all. And, of course, it's only my sister and I. And she got all the boyfriends. And I had a crush on a guy and she got him. And so I definitely can relate with Jesse. I really can. Hi, everybody. It's Michelle. I'm so, so sorry. I got into the room, and I couldn't figure out what the problem was. And I finally figured out that it was my microphone, and fortunately I had a spare microphone. So I I so apologize. And you sound like you're having a great discussion. So I'm just going to sit back and listen because I'm not sure where everybody is in the discussion. But thank you all for coming. And, again, I I apologize for, for being very late. Uh, Michelle, you, hang on to this mic. You're coming through beautifully. Um, I remember when, when I heard it years ago, I never thought the uh, Hazel drowning herself, and maybe I misremembered it, but I thought she had kids and stuff that there wasn't enough reason she was willing to accept him to maybe go with prostitutes, but not with her. I, I mean, that that was really kind of a downer. Hi, this is Alan, and I apologize. I'm late, too. Uh, Michelle, you're not the, I don't think you're the last one here. Uh, But uh, has everybody already said what they thought about the book? Does anybody want to hear what I have to say or inform me? Of course, Alan, go for it. We've had some people that have liked it and some people that have not. Okay. uh, Well, yeah, I I enjoyed the book. Uh, I mean, I'm sure I could. There, there were parts of it that I, I didn't like as much, but uh, uh, on balance, I, I, sorry, I've got a talk of caller ID that's very annoying. Uh, uh, on balance, I thought it was pretty good. It kept my interest. Uh, I, I stayed with it. I, I'll just have to say though, Martin Farrell should have taken up cards because uh, anybody that was unlucky at love as he was would would surely have cashed in in cards. He he should have taken up poker or something. But I, 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 just the poor guy. Every every time he turned around, he he, he was uh, uh, shooting himself in the foot with the women. But uh, anyway, uh, I, like I said, I, I enjoyed. It. I, I tend to like uh, those kind of epics that, that that cover multiple generations and stuff. And uh, uh, she did an excellent job with the story. I thought so. Uh, I did enjoy it. 
Well, I'll, I'll just say what, what I guess I thought of the book. Um, I like the book. It, I, I don't think it's my favorite book by Belva Plain that, that I've read. Um, some of the story felt a little dated to me, and I know that it was written, you know, a, a while ago in 1980, so maybe that it's supposed to feel dated, but I don't know that it, it held up. Like sometimes if you read a book from 30, 35 years ago, it holds up. This one, to me, didn't hold up as well, I think. Um, I, I'm i trying to think who my favorite character was. Um, well, you know, I, I, I liked a lot of the characters. I, I was a little unhappy, I guess, that um, Martin was so enamored of um, Mary Fern. I, I just wanted him to be happy with Hazel, and he just couldn't seem to be. And every time he got in, like Alan was saying, every time he got involved with somebody, then he would have something with Mary Fern. And then that, that I mean, I don't think he really loved Jesse, but I thought that he had a chance with Hazel, and I was kind of disappointed that he, he, you know, gave in and 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 ruined that that relationship as well. Um, the relationship between Claire and Ned, I, you know, Sherry and I talked about this. I know it wasn't incest, but it felt to me like incest. They were cousins, and I know they didn't grow up together, but I just was like, it was very icky, like Sherry was saying. It was, it was very kind of icky. Um, and I guess my question to everybody is, I know Martin loved Mary Fern, but did Mary Fern love Martin? I, I wasn't so sure that she did. Well, she did. She I, I believe that she loved him, yes. But, but she uh, married that other guy. I know she did. And she, but she married Simon, who's kind of a middle-of-the-road guy, you know, is second-rater, but he's good to her. And she says she's tired of it, you know, and so forth. I want to talk about the, go back, though. It wasn't incest. Alex and Suzanne, Suzanne uh, had a Ned, right? A separate marriage. Alex um, was, yes, he was uh, Mary Fern's husband. Uh, you might say, well, therefore, that makes them, but... Boy, cousins do get married when it's way out there like that. You know, uh, let me try to say it right. Alex was a stepfather. Do I have this right? He was He was uh, Ned's, let's see, Ned's father, right? Yes. Yes. Yes, he, he and Suzanne. Suzanne wasn't related to any of those guys. Um, Alex was by marriage. Uh, so I didn't feel the incest. It was... Kind of uh, it, that might have been contrived, having them meet, you know, and and uh, and kind of like like each other, and then they separate, and you know they're going to get back together. And I'm glad she went to India, but I I didn't feel the ancestral thing, but maybe it's just me. I didn't either because Alex was Ned's father, but Mary wasn't his mother; she was his stepmother, and um. As for whether Mary loved Martin, yeah, I think she did. But what did you think of Martin? Martin's um, actions when the anesthesiologist was... All that happened with the anesthesiologist, and he was... He was drunk when he showed up for the surgery, and they all wanted Martin to stick up for him 
and testify for him in court. What did you think of that? I, I didn't have a. I thought he, he he did the right thing. I mean, in this day and age, he probably did the the suicidal thing from a professional standpoint. But he 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 ended up. I think he kind of he kind of took the maybe a little bit of the middle of the road. He he didn't support the anesthesiologist who he knew was wrong, but then he also didn't testify for the for the for the plaintiffs either. So he just kind of uh, didn't support him, and so by by the same token, that's why he ended up getting kicked off the board of that place. But uh, I, I thought he, I, I I respected him for sticking to his guns. I didn't think it was it was at all incestual either with the uh, uh, the, the deal with uh, and I'm it's been a while I finished the book two or three weeks ago I'm starting to forget the names, but uh, because it was the 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 aunt was the stepmother of the guy she ended up falling for, and and plus she had only met him it's, it's not even like they had a familial kind of uh, uh, by association kind of relationship uh, even though they you know they were kind of cousins by by, by marriage, but uh, uh, she hadn't even spent any time around him, so I, I didn't have a problem at all with that. But remember, I, I'm from Mississippi, where a couple of generations ago we married our sisters, so that, that that could be part of that. I wanted to comment about Hazel's suicide. Um, that kind of bothered me because, I mean, I know the author was trying to convince us this is what just, you know devoted love does to you but she really above all was a mother and had deliberately even had you know extra children that Martin wouldn't have cared whether they had or not and so she was devoted to her family and I just don't think it was realistic of the author to have her commit suicide with these children still young children and uh, I, I wanted to comment, too, about um, really the fact that when Martin and Mary Kay, Mary Rose, whatever her name was, I'm having as much trouble as Bob is. Anyway, Mary, when they saw each other there at the end and they had promised each other that they would walk away, at least they had the adult um, sense to do exactly that. And, you know, so in the long run, Martin kind of loses out all the way around, except, I guess, the happiness that... Clara's going to have, but um, those are my comments about those issues. Yes, Jill, I agree with you 100% about Hazel. I did not buy into the fact that she would commit suicide for this in this particular situation. She was way too devoted a mother, so that was something in the story that I really did not like, and I, I, I understand that, that they weren't, that um, Claire and Ned were not blood relations but I'm sorry it just felt so icky to me when she when Claire went to the house um, and it was interesting I thought that Claire always ended up meeting everybody on her own like when she was 10 years old she went to see her father on her own and then she went to see um, 
marry Fern on her own after she found the letters. Like, she always had to do all these things on her own. I felt sort of bad for her, but it was so icky to me. I thought to myself, you know, I know that they're not blood relations, but it just felt, I don't know, I, I didn't like it. But I thought maybe Belva Plain was trying to kind of, you know, it was like one generation, then it was another generation, and... I'm sorry I didn't get to do the introduction, but um, Belva Plain was married for to an op- ophthalmologist. So I thought that there was a really good sense in this story of what it was like to be a doctor. Um, that situation where the hospital trustee's daughter was in a car accident and all the other situations. I had a really, really good sense from the story what it would, was like to be a doctor, and I imagine she probably got a lot of that from her husband. Well, so- Sorry about that. I'll I'll be quick. Yeah, it's how you... I know, we didn't marry sisters in my generation, but I remember vividly uh, where a... Uh, not a relation to us, but she married her step-uncle. You know, her father and uh, her... her stepfather and her mother or whatever got in. Anyway, she'd laugh and say, don't worry, I'm, it's safe. I'm going out with my step-uncle. Well, she married him. And she legally could, and it wasn't incestuous. He 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 was very happy, but uh, so anyway, it's, it's what people believe. But I agree with, uh, with Jill on her comments. Uh, the way Hazel was handled, take yeah. her out, clear the deck, so he can go after Mary Fern. But you don't get what you want in life. And um, mm-hmm. I wish Hazel would have had the strength that that uh, that uh, Jesse had. And said, okay, let's get a divorce. I'll sit like a millionaire here, and you go chase Mary Fern. But I, she had her three children. I don't have sympathy. I mean, it's hard to understand how a mother with three children could just leave them like that. And, uh, and Claire's on the beach and can't swim out to her, which I understand. She wasn't a good swimmer. And uh, Hazel just took off, and they had the speedboat and the whole thing. But I didn't like the way she did that. That's interesting. I must be the only one that didn't mind the suicide. Um, I think, I don't think Hazel necessarily, unless I'm forgetting something, went to the beach to kill herself. I think it was an impulsive act. And had she had time to think about it, she probably wouldn't have done it. And you see that a lot with suicides. They, It's just an impulsive thing, and they do something that they can't, like with a gun, you can't change your mind. With pills, fr- frequently people do change their minds and stop. And once she'd walked out too far, she just kind of, I don't know, was in a state of mind to just keep doing it, and, and then it was too late. But So that's it's interesting that you guys have such a different reaction than me. I might have to revisit my thinking on that. I really liked Claire. We've talked a lot about how Jesse, we all liked Jesse a lot. I liked Claire a lot, too. She had a lot of the same spunk and courage that you saw in Jesse. Jesse did a really good job with her. And I liked the fact that she had the guts to go into the field of medicine that she desired, like to help women rather than uh, follow in her father's footsteps. Well, I, I missed the part where you were talking about Claire and Jesse, and I didn't dislike Jesse, but I have to say that I thought that she took too strong an action. After she found out that Martin slept with Mary Fern, she took her daughter to America and she wouldn't let Martin, you know, forget about joint custody. She wouldn't let Martin see Claire. So Claire actually met her father for the first time when she was 10 years old. And she was running around New York City, you know, trying to find him. Um, so 
I I didn't think she was that wonderful. I mean, I think she, you know, she was okay, and I think that she was a survivor, and you know, she would she she got herself together and she took care of her child and she had a business and all that stuff. But, you know, as a mother, the fact that she deprived her daughter of any relationship with her father because she was unhappy with the father, and I know we're talking about 35 years ago and not today, but I I didn't think that was so wonderful. Did you all think that 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 was, you know, right that she did that? Because I really didn't. Going back to Hazel for a minute, I'm not sure Hazel was strong enough mentally to handle. Yeah, she was a great mother, and that was what she wanted, but I'm not sure she was strong enough mentally to handle the fact that Martin went and saw me, was with Mary Fern again, and all the emotional ramifications of that and because at one point she said Claire was they were on the beach and Claire was talking to her and she said you really need to get away and Hazel's response was I'll go away or something to that effect and then she went in she said I'm going in and then she went into the water it was almost like she had decided at that moment like Sherry said, that she had decided at that moment that, okay, I'm going to just leave everything. He Martin wants to play games and do his thing so he can handle it all, and I'm, I'm going to just go away. Just a thought. It's a good thought, but I, I say read that again, Sherry, respectfully. She, she didn't just jump up and go swimming. She was no. depressed. She was hurt. She had given her whole life to Martin. She learned music for him. She, she sat and just stared at him when he studied or whatever it was. You know, this woman worshipped him. And he kicked the props out from under her. You know, oh, and he goes, oh, no, I really love you. I'll stay with you. You couldn't trust him. And I want to go back to what Michelle said. Maybe today, joint custody a war of lawyers. This was 1980 and maybe earlier. We say 1980. I'm not sure of the date. It could have been 1950, 60. And mothers would grab kids, and you know, or fathers, but mostly mothers. He wouldn't see them. You know, that was harsh. You're right. But I think it was the mood at the time. And Martin, if he really felt that way, should have got a lawyer and got custody, joint custody. But he didn't, did he? So the, but it, was uh, it was kind of the mood of the time, right? Or and it's wrong. I, it, I agree. And it was Claire that insisted on him on seeing him, and what, yeah, it was Claire that insisted. Well, we know, but yeah. uh, but she's saying and correctly that Jesse was very harsh to take her away and said, "You'll never see him again." Or remember, the father also said that, "I'll yeah. use my power to keep you away." And Martin didn't have a lot of money then. I think he was starting out his career. So, but I think it was more common than you think. Uh, you'll never see the children again, and uh, they can't get away with that now. Yeah, well, I, I tend to agree with Michelle on this one. Of course, I, I'm bringing 2015 thinking into it, and I know this was set probably in the uh, well, the the mid 20th century and earlier. So, I, I know thoughts were different, but I I thought the re- the reaction, like I said, I'm bringing today's point of view into it. He, you know, he had the uh, 
you know, Jesse found out he had that one, uh, I guess it was that one, he was off that conference and out of the country, and he and he met with her. And, man, she just she just went ballistic, and, and I, I thought it was extreme. But, uh, uh, and then, uh, you know, Hazel, I, you know, bless her heart, I just, she must have been pretty weak-minded to, to, to go on the drink for, for, for that. But, uh, hey, you know, different people react different ways, uh, uh, you know. Yeah, people have been been cheating on their spouses forever, and you know the guys over in England that started years ago, even probably during the Victorian age, were having mistresses and stuff. So I mean, it's been going on forever and ever. So uh, I, I realize different people react to it in different fashion, but uh, I thought Jesse's reaction was kind of harsh and. Uh, 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 never mind how she felt it wasn't fair to her daughter if nothing else yeah i i agree i i think i can certainly understand jesse's anger and being extremely angry and never wanting to see martin again herself but it was kind of selfish to deprive her fa- her daughter of a relationship with her father but i think bob's right used to be that mothers just automatically got custody. It wasn't even, well, certainly in this case, when he had an affair, the mother would have gotten 100% custody anyway, even if he would have fought it. And I agree with you, Bob, about Hazel being incredibly depressed and just despondent and not knowing what she was going to do with herself. But I don't think she had planned to kill herself until that moment. And I think this is indicative of the author's skill. I mean, we're seeing good and bad in all these people. We all like Jesse, but yet some of us think Jesse might have been a bit too harsh with her daughter. Martin, you know, you can see that he did the right thing in that lawsuit with the um, drunk doctor, but yet he screwed up all these times with, you know, keeping getting involved with Mary Fern. So it's nice to see people that aren't clear-cut all good or all bad. I just wanted to make the comment that this book actually starts out before the Depression early 1900s because <clears throat> that's when the flood happens and then you get into the crash and the depression in World War II so it definitely spans a good chunk of the 20th century all I want to say is thank you Randy good that, that you're correct this was not a 1980 book that's when she wrote it it was a, a century and I, I'm, you know, I, I respect you guys thinking. You may be absolutely right. And so Sherry said, I think the good is that new, all, none of these people are perfect. The only one I kind of really liked was Claire. She, I thought she went 10 years old to find her father. And all, like you guys say, she had to go looking, looking for security, looking for things because her parents weren't going to help her. Um, I don't know if Leela and Donna... And Carla had a chance to talk because, like I said, I missed the first 15 minutes. So if you guys want to jump in at any point, because I haven't heard any of you, it doesn't mean you didn't talk, but I I didn't actually hear any of you. Um, I think maybe in this case, um, Jessie was extra angry because I think that she might have sensed that Martin really didn't love her. And I don't think that she knew about that wonderful deal that her father made. but she may have sensed that, you know, that, that Martin didn't really love her and that something was going on and that Martin was still in love with Mary Fern. So I think that might have been the reason why she was maybe extra angry, um, although I guess every, every situation, everybody's always extra angry. And I don't know if we all talked about this when I was not here, but um, 
did you all talk about that that offer by the father to Martin, and and what did everybody think about that? And um, the other thing was, were you surprised when Mary Fern um, found out that her husband was gay? I mean, I knew something was going to happen, but, you know, and it was, she actually handled that, I thought, really pretty well. Um, I don't know, I'm trying to to think the way Bob was, was suggesting, which is really right, to think about the way people thought about 35 years ago instead of today and I guess people were not as open about homosexuality. I can think about all the stuff with AIDS that was going on and, and, and whatever. So um, were those issues that we talked about already, Sherry? Well, I, I certainly agree with you that Martin um, Martin gets some points for not telling Jesse, well, hey, this whole marriage was your father's idea because he certainly could have retaliated and done that. I think the gay thing was handled fine. I mean, she... Um, found out and she was very mature in terms of the way she handled it so no actually you guys if you look at the argument when the father kicked him out and everything um i believe that um what's her name jesse figured out the deal she mentions it even in there she says you know i know why you married me you know it's tuition and everything you know i had to marry get married you know and i think she worked it out don't i think she knew about the deal by the end of the trail Okay, he didn't, she says, I'm not stupid, you know, and I think she overheard things, and uh, and I think the father's deal on the surface, what he said is, I'll put you through medical school, but I guess he said, if you marry Jesse, was that the deal? I'm not, how did that, Jesse get into no, it? No, I'll put you through, I'll pay your tuition. Wasn't that his yeah, offer? He, he paid, oh, his offer was that he paid for everything if she married Jesse. Oh, yeah. Okay, thank you. But, but I think Jesse learned about it, and that's the yeah. hatred, further hatred, when she had Claire. I'm, I'm not excusing it, but she had a reason to be mad at him. I think uh, you're being a little rough on Jesse here because uh, it was the father that really pushed no, no meeting with the – no contact with the daughter and anything like that. I think that his encouragement or support of Jesse when she was angry, but Jesse – when Claire went and contacted her father, she didn't. She didn't try to make a big issue out of it, and didn't fight it at all. She knew this was a. There's no way she could. She did a very intelligent thing. He says, "Okay, you go see him." You know, it was this past is past, I guess, and uh, I can't do. I can't stop you. You'll sneak behind me. I'll lose you, uh, your affection too. So, I think they handled that. She handled that very well. She could have fought it all the way, which might have been a more natural tendency you know i have to agree with you guys i think that the author handled the gay situation extremely well and mary fern did what any human person would do she screamed she ranted she raved uh i don't know that i could have gone back to him but she knew where would she be if she didn't she, uh, yeah, Mary Fern really did handle that extremely well. I don't like her. I don't like Martin. I do like Jesse. And I only knew Claire as a little girl because I didn't finish the book. Um, the medical ask, I love medical um books. So the medical aspect of the story, I loved. If I had to rate it, I guess I'd give it a 
I don't know. Maybe a 5 or a 7. I would not give it a 10. And I don't think I'd read it again. But it wasn't bad. I love the medical aspect. And I don't remember who it was that said this, but I do appreciate the fact that we didn't come in on the morning scene. I do appreciate the fact that you saw, you know, life as it it were. And then it started to rain and the flood came. And then, you know, they kind of went on with their lives. And yes, he was angry with God. And I don't blame him. And I did like Martin's father. I mean, Martin, you know, it, it. I loved the way that the author gave, oh, I don't like these old-time doctors. You know, Martin, you know, kept his mouth shut. He respected him, but he d- disagreed with him. So, you know, the author really handled things. She handled different developments very well. I don't think I'm wrong about this, but... I really can't remember who the conversation was with, but didn't Jesse say to someone, my father really didn't want me to do this, but I wanted Martin, and he made it possible for me to do it, even though he didn't approve of it? Uh, Yeah, I didn't think Jesse knew about the deal, too. I thought she just assumed her dad paid for the tuition because she married him, not that her dad made a deal ahead of time. But I'm not really sure. And I do think you're right, Don. Jesse gets a lot of points for allowing Claire to continue to see her dad once she made the effort to initiate contact, and, and that's a really good point. And I don't want to diss Jesse too much because I, I really liked her overall. I want to add uh, that one of the high points for me, I think it was Ned and Martin talking about Alex as a father, and he said, yeah, I knew he was gay. The whole town did. But he was a heck of a father. Don't ever put him down. He was a good father to me. And I thought that was pretty good of Ned. I, he, he may have been talking. I thought he was talking to Martin, not Claire. And he, he said, yeah, I, I knew. I, we knew he was gay. The whole town did. But he was such a great father, and he died in battle you know, in the war. You know, He could have stayed out of it like people, many people did. So, um, you know, they handled the gay thing very, very well. Uh, I, I thought I remember Jill that uh, that Jesse and her dad had discussed the whole arrangement and stuff. I, I'm pretty sure that happened. Now I don't know who supported what or who pushed for it or what, but it 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 wasn't done on the sly by by either one of them. But I, I think she was pretty much involved with the whole thing uh, uh, from the beginning. I mean, she, I mean, she loved Martin, and uh, uh, I mean, I think it was one of those. Those, she knew it was faded from the beginning because she she knew how he felt about the sister, but uh, she had, I guess, fallen in love with him during that time they spent together, and uh, I just have to say, I can't. I mean, of course, we wouldn't have had a book with with this, but I can't believe anybody would have wasted their life chasing after that Mary Fern. I mean, I mean, he had her at the very beginning, and the the ditzy thing went off to England and and, and married out. Who was a great guy, but still, and here she's. You know, uh, she, she, I wouldn't have wasted my life chasing her. There were so many strong women in this book, and she was like at the other end of the extreme. Yeah, that that was what I was going to mention is I, I didn't get the greatest sense of even who Mary Fern was from this book. I know she was supposed to be a, a talented artist, 
Um, and she seemed to be somebody who, who was like a serial relationship kind of person. Like she had this husband, she had that husband, this guy was interested in her. Um, but I, she wasn't as strong a personality as her sister Jessie. And I guess, you know, it's interesting. Like I, I always find sibling relationships really interesting because sometimes you find yourself in a family and um, you really wouldn't have anything probably to do with this person other than the person is, is a sibling because you're so different. You know, you have different interests, different temperaments. You don't always have that much in common. And the two of them, I, I couldn't figure out what they, what they, how did they connect to each other? And, and you know, I mean, I know they were sisters, but I, I just didn't sense like a really strong connection. I remember when Mary Fern... Um, wanted to talk to somebody about Alex. She didn't go to her sister. Um, you know, she um, she went to Martin to talk to him about about what she had found out about her husband. And I would think, you know, maybe you would go to your sister in a time like that, but she didn't. So it was it was you know she wasn't such a intriguing character to me, Mary Fern. I didn't understand what the the appeal of her was at, at all. Go ahead. One of the things that I thought was uh, quite good that she handled well was the way that Jesse went to her. They, they tried to make peace. In fact, they did make peace at the end because I think they both felt insecure with each other. And but they, I thought she handled that very nicely. That you know handled it very well. And, okay. Mm-hmm. I think Mary Fern actually resented Jesse. A lot when they were growing up and, you know, there were things that were said and I can't remember any of them off the top of my head, but um, the it was clear that Mary Fern resented her because, or was it Jesse who resented her? Anyway, there was resentment there and I, like I said, I can't think of it all any instances off the top of my head but i know early on it was mentioned well i think probably mary fern resented jesse because jesse was the smart one i mean she was talented she ended up with her own career and all success and stuff although mary fern was apparently a good painter i noticed we have uh deb in the group here um deb if you wanted to jump in and and say what you thought of the book yes i I was just gonna say that actually I was just going to say that that Deb just came in. I don't know if you if you read the book. Um, and also, Sherry, I was just going to remind you that it's about ten to ten, so um, we don't have to stop discussing the book. But I think maybe we should mention the book for next month as well. Hi, everybody. I'm here mostly because I wanted to check and see if I could do this on the iPad. But I have been enjoying the bit that I've heard about this book. Um, I haven't read it. I apologize. Um, But anyway, I'm enjoying hearing you guys. Thanks. Okay. Well, we're happy to have you, Deb. I'm going to just mention, uh, while we still have everybody, before everybody starts disappearing, um, that the book for next month is a book that was suggested by Jill. 
And Sherry and I both have read it, and we think it's a very good book. And it's a short book. It's only six hours, so I'm sure everybody's going to be happy about that. It's called The Children Act, and the author is Ian McEwen. McEwen is capital M, small c, capital E-W-A-N, and the DB number is 79856. And I, I'm sure some of you probably are familiar with, with Ian McEwen, who's written like a ton of books. Um, this one was very, very good. Um, I don't want to give you the whole, the whole summary of it, but it concerns a, a woman who's a judge, and she's deciding a very difficult case, and she's also having some issues in her personal life. Um, and there's really a lot going on in just six short hours. So um, hopefully you'll have a chance to, to read the book and, and join us on, on May 11th. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I was going to get to that. I did put the uh, information up in the chat window. If people want to hit F9, they can uh, read the title, author, and DB number again. I just wanted to say that Deb sounds pretty good on the iPad. I'm going to have to give that a try now. Yeah, it sounds like that uh, the TC conference app's a whole lot better than it used to be, or, or, or I'm hoping it is, because uh, I, 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 when I tried using it before with my iPhone, I, uh, it, it, it was a... Uh, it was a non. It, it was non-working. Well, since we have a minute, and I didn't have a chance to do this in the beginning, I'm actually going to just give you the information about Belva Plain, um, just so we have a little bit of idea of who she is. Um, so I'll just read it. It'll just take a minute. Um, Belva Offenberg Plain was born on October 9, 1915, and was raised in New York City. She graduated from Barnard College in 1939 with a degree in history. She married Irving Plain, an ophthalmologist, and they raised three children in a New Jersey suburb. While devoting most of her time to raising a family, she also published short stories for women's magazines. She published her first novel, Evergreen, in 1978. Evergreen was a New York Times bestseller and was made into a television miniseries. In all, she published 23 novels, five of whom form the Werner family saga, and 21 have been New York Times bestsellers. Bard has 20 of her 23 novels, and the book that we I, I wrote we are discussing, but I'm going to say we, we discussed, um, Random Wins, was published in 1980, and Belva Plain died on October 12th, uh, 2010. And the last book in the Evergreen series is Heartwood, came out in 2011, I believe. It, that's those five books. That's my. Those are my favorite books by her. But like I said, I've read all the other ones too. What a good life! Oh my gosh, from 1915 to 2010. Can you imagine all the things she saw and went through? And ooh, she could be a historian. Yeah, and it's interesting that she, you know, she graduated from college. She went to a very, very good college. Um, and she seemed, like you said, she seemed to have really had a very, very nice, um, you know, life, raised children, had a lot of New York Times bestsellers. I don't think too many people have 20 of them. So I, I thought she had a really interesting, you know, very, very nice life. Yes, and I really do appreciate that information about her. It sure brings a lot of the historical um, perspective to see more, to hear more about her life. Um 
could you um, could you please repeat one more time the, the just the title and the the book number? Um, I was trying to get into a file for the Apex to write it down when you started to say it, and sort of missed it. So if you could do that, I'd appreciate. And I do appreciate that it's going to be a shorter book. Maybe I'll actually finish this one on time. Yeah, it's the Children Act by Ian McEwen. And, and McEwen is capital M-C, capital E-W-A-N. The DB number is 79856. And it's in the chat window. If you want to hit F9, you'd be able to cut and paste it. Yeah, I, I've read a couple of books by Ian McEwen. And I have to I have to be honest, when, when Jill first suggested it, I went, Ian McEwen, I don't know. <laughs> You know, he's not my favorite um, because some of his books I, I felt like he's a little distant from his characters, almost like he's sort of observing them, but he's not really involved in the story. But this story, he's very involved in. The characters are really good, interesting, you know, good characters. And and there's a lot of, um, there's you know, she has to decide a very difficult case, um, and, and actually some other cases are even brought in, and she has a lot of stuff going on in her personal life too. And it was amazing how much he brought into this like really short book and whatever. So I'm revising my opinion of Ian McEwan. I was not a fan, but if you know if some of his other books are as good as this one, I'm I'm becoming a fan actually. That's what drew me to that book was the the legal aspect of it, the judge and the cases. and But I'm going to have to pick it up again because I started it and it seemed like it was slow going, but that could have just been me. So I'm going to pick it up again and I still have it. Well, we're even, Michelle, because Neville Plain was not one of my favorite authors either and I have to revise my opinion after reading this book, so... I guess we came out the same, looking at authors in a different way. Well, I, I'm not going to mention anything about the legal case, but I will say when I finished the book, there were some things I said to myself, this can't be real. You know, this, this, this has to be like, you know, the author's creativity. But he actually, um, I think he even dedicated the book to this high court judge in Britain who he spent a lot of time with. Um, and then I listened to a couple of podcasts with him talking, and I, I was amazed. You know, I thought, oh, you know, I don't know, whatever. So, But I think a lot of it is, is based on, on like, real-life cases. So it was, it was very interesting. And, I, and you know what? Jill really picked an excellent book for the group because it's – Sherry and I both really liked it a lot. It's, it's, it's a very good read, and, and I'm sure you'll all be happy that it's a short read. 